Hello and welcome. You listen to the African States, the program that brings you the knowledge about African continent. My name is Kindama. I'm your host of today's program. In today's edition, we are going to travel all the way to the west coast of Africa. We are talking about Sierra Leone and interview one of the youngest Afrobeat maker. We're talking about uh, Lukenso. He's living in Scandinavia for some time. Uh, and Denmark is the place where we catch up with him. So we went along on his uh, studio and we uh, decided to do this interview out from our studio. So without uh, further ado, I would like just uh, him to introduce himself, who he is, and give you all the details about his, um, his journey as a musician. My name is Lokenzo. And uh, yeah, I'm from west coast of Africa, like I told you before. And I have been in Denmark for eight years now, right? And I do Afrobeat, right? Afrobeat music, and uh, which um, we see that it's like, you know, it's like kind of like taking over now over here, you know. So people are getting started, getting used to Afrobeat, getting knowing what is Afrobeat is all about, you know. Um, so we, the Africans who are doing Afrobeat right here, it's like we're trying to walk our way in in the society, you know, publish and promote as much as we can, so that our type of music can be able to penetrate them, you know. Yeah. How did you? end up being a musician, how uh, of being a musician, yeah. how they started? Uh, yeah, actually, being a musician started all the way from Africa, like, uh, I already have been inspired even from Africa before I came down here. So then I, you know, back then in Africa, like music, Afrobeat wasn't that too popular. Even though Afrobeat came from Africa, it wasn't too popular. And when you, like, your parents want you to do something else. As an African, you know what I'm talking about. So your parents want you to go to school and be maybe a doctor or engineer and those things, you know. They decide what you want to do. Then you coming out to say that you want to be a musician in African families, like, you don't know what the hell you're talking about, you know? So like I said, I have been inspired back in Africa. So uh, when I came here and, you know, you start walking, going to school and all that stuff. So it's like, you have a lot of, st a lot of things in your arsenal. So it's like, kind of difficult for you to focus mainly on what you really, really like, based on the fact that you got to pay your bills, you got to take care of the families and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard. But after some time, when you, st when you like fix some things and you know the distance are out of my way, so that's where you start focusing on that's when I start focusing on the music thing. Like, nice. I think I have a little time now to, you know, push in this music to see how far I can go with the music. You know, yeah. So, uh, when you came to Denmark, was uh, studying and, yeah. Yeah, and, when, and the music at the same time? Uh, when I first came to Denmark, I was going to 
I was I started working. At the same time, I was going to language school, trying to learn the language, right? Trying to learn how to speak Danish, trying to so I can be able to communicate with the Danish people. When you live in the Danish society, so you have to know a little bit of the language. If you don't, on a snap of finger, know the entire language, at least you have to know from at least you have to be able to express yourself like in terms of going to do some shopping back in the supermarket and stuff like that asking questions like if you got lost if you're going somewhere you could not be able to figure figure it out you could be able to ask people you know like in in danish language so and i was going to walk and i was doing these language courses and then after that and when i was done with the language courses so i went to VUC, you know, so where today, you know, higher kind of like higher education now. So where you do uh, math and you do math and uh, Danish as well and three subjects like that, you know, you know. So I was in VUC and I uh, got done with the VUC. So that's when I was done with VUC. I was like, okay, now the schools, I put the school aside and now it's like all I got left is the job. So now I can be able to, you know, trying to squeeze out time for the music. So, yeah. Okay, let's continue talking about music. Um, so, do you have got an album in the market? Uh, How is your, I, your career? Yeah, so far it's, uh, I think, in my opinion, I think it's going pretty good because uh, it hasn't been like a long, 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 long time before, long time when I started doing this. And I can see like, it's like about three, four years now, I was, you know, I really, really, really pay attention to music. Um, so if I haven't put out an, an, an album yet, but I've been putting out singles, singles after singles, like in, in on iTunes and Spotify's and, you know, any platform, people could be able to get to the music, you know, like I have my videos on YouTube and stuff like that, you know, yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, uh, um, you already said that you're doing uh, Afrobeat, that yeah. many people don't know Afrobeat, can you describe it, what is Afrobeat? Uh, Afrobeat is uh, originated from Africa, like every Africans she knows what Afrobeat is all about, you know, we Africans, we love to dance and stuff like that, you know, and, you know, Afrobeat has this drum and, you know, our, it has our African sound, so when they play there, no matter what, no matter where you are, you would like to move your bodies and stuff like that, so, um, yeah, that's what I, I have been doing, you know, Afrobeat is... It sounds great. It makes you move. It's not like it's Afrobeat. It's never type of song that people they play and you you sit down like you're not hearing what is going on. As soon as they play Afrobeat, and people are gonna stand. You saw what was happening here the other day. We have this concert right here. As soon as I was on stage and playing Afrobeat, and people they all stood up and started dancing. So that's how. Afrobeat goes, man. It's okay, let's talk. Let's talk about then the concert that you had here. Oh, yeah. uh, as you already mentioned, that uh, people were uh, stood up and. Uh, the, uh, my question is, 
how is the reaction of the Danish people when they hear about uh, uh, Afrobeat? Afrobeat, oh yeah. Um, I did a song called Kalihe. Kalihe in Danish means love, you know. And I, had, I performed that song right here when we had a concert. And uh, it was a two, I was, you know, it was one of the songs that I played on stage that day. And, and even though that it was Danish and English, because I did it in Danish and English, you know, and on, in, on Afrobeat, right? And they loved it. You see how the, every, all the white people, not just the white people, everybody, including black and white people, was dancing when I play that song, you know? So, and it, it catches a lot based on the fact that part of the song, part of the lyrics are in Danish. So, and you know, I was so amazed to see how it moved people and uh, I was really happy about it, you know? So, yeah. So do you think that Afrobeat now will be, um, oh, it's taking over in Europe? Yeah, in my own opinion, like uh, things that I have been seeing and I've been studying based on Afrobeat artists, I can see that Afrobeat is really, really taking over. Yeah, it might, it might not completely take over, but in the meantime, it's going as far as like unbelievable, you know, it's really going far, you know, white people, they love it, you know, when you go to like you, you get in a club, you hear them playing the Afrobeat. So Afrobeat is like, you know, music is uh, it's a unique stuff. Man. It doesn't have a language barrier. So uh, if it sounds good, it sounds good. It doesn't matter what you're saying on it. So yeah, and people are going to relate to that. So that's what music is all about, mainly Afrobeat, yeah. Uh, do you ever get a chance to do a uh, kind of a collaboration with a Danish musician or uh, any African musician that are yeah. in order to promote uh, your music to, and then the um, uh, Afrobeat in, yeah. in Europe? Uh, yeah, in the meantime, I haven't done any collaboration with a Danish artist yet. Maybe that might happen in the future, but I don't know yet. But. Uh, I did a collaboration with African artists as well. You know, he lives in Sweden, you know, and his name is uh, Duni and he's, he's a Nigerian, you know, he does Afrobeat as well. So, yeah, I did, a, I did some collaboration with some couple of people. Thank you very much. He already has a great future, of, uh, and it's not ready to die down because it's like Afrobeat. every day. Afrobeat in Europe? You, do you mean in Europe or in, in Europe. the world? Afrobeat has a huge, it has a huge future, man. Like it already had a future, a great future that is undisputed future. Um, you know, when we right here, we don't know, we we actually don't know what is going on. But if you back then Africa, like that's where you know how powerful Afrobeat is, you know. Can say like in in the U.S. too, you know, because music has a lot of grand right there back in the U.S. You know, so it's like this: like Afrobeat, mainly the Nigerians made Afrobeat something else. You know, mm -hmm. the Nigerians made Afro. That's why their industry is very powerful when it comes to 
music you know yeah afrobeat has he already has a great feature man a great feature and it's not ready to die down because it's like every day it kept it kept it kept like it kept claiming claiming it's like when you see the sky is the limit it's like claiming over approaching mm -hmm. the sky now so do you think also the as you say that Nigerians that got a big industry mm -hmm. and I see like in right now in media in United States that mm -hmm. uh, portraying like many uh, Nigerian um, uh, musicians mm -hmm. coming there to talk about after music. So mm -hmm. you think that Nigeria really revolutionizing the Afrobeat to the world? Uh, yes, actually I can say that because the the guys back there they are very very unique man. You know when you listen to their stuff they're very unique their industry is heavy when i mean heavy is really powerful as well because they go on sophisticated machines and stuff like that you know so when they put out their stuff it sounds really good you know it sounds really good and me as an artist i have been how everybody that i work with uh, mainly from nigeria you know beside the like the journalists and uh, uh I mean, like radio host and things like that. But be, like when it comes to making videos, production, mixing, and all stuff like that, um, I have been working with Nigerians. Anyway, I work with a couple of Danish uh, producers and engineers as well. So they're great too. But when I mean, I mean like, like in terms of Africa, because you can see the Nigerians, they already took over Africa when it comes to. Afrobeat. Every African country does love their stuff. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's a French-speaking African country. But the, like I told you, music has no language barrier. It doesn't matter if you're talking in English. Doesn't mean the French-African-speaking country shouldn't play that. Or um, there's a song that just came from South Africa. A lady who did this song called something Jerusalem or something like that. This song, we hit, it's a hit. It's even hit right here in Europe, all over the world. They don't even know what she was talking about. <laughs> but talking about the particular Denmark, the place where you live. Yes. How it is uh, the listeners of, uh, of uh, Afrobeat? What do you think that, uh, um, yeah, the musicians here are really receptive to, uh, towards uh, Afrobeats? Yes. Um, couple of Danish musicians are doing Afrobeat in their own style, Afro, their own production, you know, they copy this Afrobeat production, they, they, they copy and, you know, and produce their own, own styles. But mainly a um, couple of the Danish musicians are into Afrobeat, you know, but uh, uh, when you listen to the production too, as somebody who came from Africa, you will know that it's not a typical Afrobeat, you know. But I did do an Afrobeat anyway. Yeah. And they love Afrobeat. They like an Afrobeat right now. Like, you know, you can go to one or two concerts without seeing or hearing a DJ playing or club, hearing a DJ playing Afrobeat, you know. Yeah. Yeah, mainly, uh, yeah, I live right here in Denmark, so like I'm focusing, I'm capitalizing right here, Denmark, you know, because this is where I live. So, 
um, like the, the tracks, the, the, the songs that they, which we have been promoting back in Africa, like different African countries, you know. Yeah, but the one that I, as we started promoting right here in Denmark was the Cali Hay stuff that I did and mixed with Danish and English. You know, I live right here, so I wouldn't be here and be promoting back there in Africa. So that's why I'm, uh, we did, me and my group and my team decided we should do that song and put it out right here in Denmark and start promoting it right here and see how far is that going to go, you know, trying to get awareness, like let them know that these guys in the midst of them, this guy lives right here in the midst of them. So You listen to the African States. This is the program that gives you all the knowledge about African continent. Today we are talking with uh, Lucenzo. He's a musician um, that's been exploring the music of uh, Afrobeat. He lives in uh, Denmark, uh, uh, Scandinavia, and he's been doing these songs for uh, some time now. When you talk the, uh, when you talk that you promote your music, <clears throat> how normally you do the promotion of your music? Um, um, like, like in Ghana, we promoted. Uh, we had TV promotion back in Ghana, right? And radio, radio promotion, but in other part of Africa we use we use ad Facebook ad and uh, um, Instagram ad right to get your people back there you know because we cannot promote in an entire Africa uh, in terms of promoting on TVs and radios so the, we do videos and put it out on YouTube, which everybody is accessible, you know, everywhere in the world, everybody is accessible to, everybody can be able to, to go to YouTube and, and play music, right? And see videos and stuff like that. Even the audios, if you choose to put an audio right there, so it has no problem. So, yeah. But right here in Denmark is uh, where we f mainly focus right now because this is where I live. If something happened back there in Africa, that's fine. But right here is where I live, you know, so, you know. Uh, I don't yeah, know if you already mentioned, but uh, are you part of the government label? That's why are you yes. assigned to a label? With, I know. Right now, I'm independent independent so but I have a team you know okay, you so team, yeah. I have a team but they, we choose not to because we try to come up with our own label in the meantime you know yeah so me and my crew me and my team we choose not to do that you know like I told you I got a couple of Danish guys you know that I'm working with and I have this yeah the teams are not like they are not all of them are not busy in Denmark. Some of them lives in Sweden, Malmo, Sweden. So, mm -hmm. but we choose not to in the meantime. But maybe might be we might have a change of heart. But in the meantime, we're not signed yet to a label. But I'm, we have a team. I'm not working alone. So yeah. But one of the ways also people working independent, as you already said that you work independent, is uh, I mean you, the way you said that you're publishing your music through. Mm -hmm. 
the social media. Yes. It's one way where Muslim independent yeah, people are doing it's, it. It's very effective. It's very effective because... Um, yeah. Well, I was up to ask me how effective is social media when we talk about all these platforms Oh yeah, is they produce your music and you put them accessible to the world. It's like I said, it's really, really effective, right? Social media is effective because it's not just one place. It's not right here, only here in Denmark. Something you put out on social media could be seen anywhere in the world. It could be seen. It could be seen. Anyway, you just name it. It could be seen in, in the U.S., in Somalia, in South Africa, anywhere in the world. That's why social media is pretty much effective, right? Uh, if you're doing like TV, radio promotion right here, then you're going to be stuck right here. So the people know you right here because uh, probably people back there in Africa or in the U.S. or anywhere in the world are not seeing you know, Danish uh TV channels, right? So they can see what you got going on. But when you have your things, don't like if you focus on social media, probably everybody in the world might get to see you someday. So, yeah, you know, it goes slowly from one to another, another to another, like that. So it keeps moving. By the time you realize it, you see that you already spread your, your stuff around the world mm. yeah how is um uh how can i put it the way you connect with other blacks in uh, in, in scandinavia or in denmark in particular uh yeah that's that that one is a good question you know uh, how we get how we get to connect with other africans in scandinavia mm. or other africans in europe is uh actually related to what we're doing, right? Like I told you before, then social media is like the key to help us to get to people or Africans around in Scandinavia or in Europe as a whole, you know? So we do our stuff, like promote on social media, mainly in entire Scandinavia too. When we were promo when, when we still promoting the first time we started doing an ad of that Kalehe song, we had it in Sweden, then in Norway and Denmark. At the same time. Mm. Right? Mm. So then I had a lot of followers on Instagram from Norway, from Sweden and Denmark as well. So yeah, but uh, the followers are not all Africans in Scandinavia or in Europe, but mainly these followers are white people who love Afrobeat, you know. So they start following me on Instagram, you know, to see, you know, because when they follow you on Instagram, whatever you do on Instagram, whatever you do, if you put it out on Instagram, they're going to see what you're doing and it will direct them to a platform where they could be able to get to your music so yeah so that is what is going on but when it comes to connecting with other africans in europe or in scandinavia is through uh social media as well like the guys i'm working with back in sweden yeah it was like through social media you know like people, other artists who lives in Europe, other African artists who live in Europe, it doesn't matter what African country you came from, as long as you live in right here in Europe, yeah, we we connect with each other's 
on social media. Yeah. Mm. So, what's the future holds you for when it comes to music, when it comes to uh, album, when it comes to video clips and so on? Yeah. What are you planning? Yeah. Um. In the start, from the start, that's where you, I should have been worrying about it. Like, you know, you came to uh, a, stri- a a country, a country where you don't come from. That then you start asking yourself a lot of questions, man. Like, would I be able to do this? I don't know people right here. How am I gonna get to start get this stuff going on? Like. But after some time, you start getting to know people, know people, you start finding it very easy. Like when I was, when I came to Denmark, I never had these guys that I'm working with along with me when I was coming down here. I met every one of them right here. So today is getting a lot more easier, you know. If I have been doing it for like music for like for the past 10 years, yeah, I would have said, I would have said oh yeah, you know, it's... Um, not a problem at all, you know, but it's like three, four years today that I started doing music, but it's not difficult like somebody, like a beginner, like somebody who just started doing music. So it's not that difficult like somebody who just started. So it's not difficult, like as, as I was saying, it's really getting way better and better and easier and easier. So it's not a problem anymore, you know. So the future is always going to be great, you know, yeah, because uh, there was mm, by the time that we should have, we should start comp- complaining about setback has passed, man. You know, those time has passed. So we're in a stage that is is getting better and better no matter what. So yeah, I want the viewers who watching the interview to check it out. If they don't know who Lokenzo was all about, they can check out my fan page. They can follow me on Instagram. Lokenzo slash Lokenzo on Instagram, you know. And on Facebook it's Lokenzo Kenzo on Facebook. And uh yeah, they can check out my song on iTunes. Yes, we are at the end of our program. Um, thank you very much for uh, tuning in and thank you very much for Lucenzo to be a part of this show today. We hope uh, to come again the next time. Uh, we'll be able to bring you a new uh, personality that uh, be involved on a variety of things. Uh, so without uh, further ado, uh, thank you very much for listening and then see you next time.